0: Hi, I'm Jim Wells, and I'm a member of the Best of Us Investors community. I hope that you'll join us and become a part of us. I've had quite a few beginners contact me and ask me how they should get started. Um, So I tried to help them out uh, with a couple of things and some of the places that I got started with cryptocurrency. Uh, But I I wanted to do a video that I kind of went over all the different uh, things that I refer to and all the different references. In books that I've read uh, to try to just give people a basic understanding and how to help them out in the space. So that's what we're going to do. So this is a beginner video for those people that are just getting started in the cryptocurrency world. If you've been doing it for a while, maybe you can get something from it too. So I'll be right back. Best of Us Investors presents Jim Wells. So the first place I would start is to try to understand or find out exactly what Bitcoin and Ethereum are. You can get exposure to both of these cryptocurrencies through their white papers. and White papers are basically a blueprint for uh, the plan for what they are and what they're trying to do and what they're trying to achieve. Um, So it explains them in great detail. Uh, Understand the definition completely for Bitcoin and Ethereum uh, so that you get a good feel for the the concept of what they're trying to do and what they're trying to achieve. Uh, You could read the book The Internet of Money, Volume 1, 2, and 3 by Andreas Antonopoulos. That is a collection of talks and lectures that he has made throughout the world uh, that talks about all these different topics. The book does a nice job of giving you the historical perspective for both Ethereum and Bitcoin and explains exactly what Bitcoin is. It talks about it as a network, as a currency, and gives the whole idea of what it's trying to do and what it's trying to achieve. It's a three-volume set. There's also many of his lectures that you can find on YouTube. And I'd really encourage you to check out Andreas Antonopoulos because he's really going to give you some of the key concepts that are involved and what it's all about. Um, so, that's number one. Understanding the theme of decentralization is very big. Because that they're trying to use... Uh, the whole purpose of cryptocurrency is they're trying to get banks and the federal government and governments in general out of the equation. Not using a government currency. And then also not having to use banks for financing. Smart contracts are put on the blockchain so that you don't have to for whatever task you might want to do in the financial industry uh, so you do not have to use banks and lending institutions it can be a peer-to-peer or person-to-person transaction that occurs so that's a big part of what ethereum and bitcoin are understand the concept of debasement debasement is basically understanding the u.s dollar is most likely going to use its purchase, lose its purchasing power over the short term and possibly long term, based on the amount of money that is being printed by the federal government. So a lot of people are using Bitcoin as an inflationary hedge, um, but I think it's more of a debasement hedge, which because um, the federal government is going to try to control inflation, but they're not going to be able to get away from the devaluing of the U.S. dollar by its purchasing power. So I have uh, talked about a video last time called The Digital Age uh, by Rahul Paul. that really got into that concept in depth, so you could check that out. Also understand the concept of remittance, which is basically sending and receiving money anywhere in the world without using banks. The concept of banking the unbanked in third world countries. Cryptocurrencies are being used in some third world countries as a means of finance. People in those areas have enough trouble getting identity, much less a bank account. Sometimes the identification is so or bank accounts, that's, that's a real problem in some third world countries. So it gives them an opportunity to uh, get involved on the global network or just send money in, in the local area. And be able to have an identity in that area. So uh, that's another thing that cryptocurrencies are trying to do. You should understand the scarcity issue, specifically with Bitcoin. That's a, one of the things that make it so value, and an actual valuable and an actual store of value. So it is an asset class like gold. Uh, it actually has value because of its scarcity. Um, so that's something that you need to understand. Understanding the concept of mass adoption, you have many institutional investors that are coming into the space. When I say institutional investors, when it first started, it was basically retail investors, people like you and me, um, actually more people that are really in the technical realm that started off with it, but then it got into the retail population, the general population, and now it's being adopted by banks, uh, lending institutions, uh, schools. Um, insurance companies, trusts, uh, ETFs, which are exchange-traded funds. Um, So a lot of different entities in the uh, Wall Street realm and institutional realm are now investing in specifically Bitcoin, but some of the other cryptocurrencies also, including Ethereum. So that is the whole idea of mass adoption. And you are seeing the market cap of the entire space Raise. You're also seeing less people investing in gold and bonds because they're worried about the US economy at this point. So you're seeing this transformation towards the digital economy and specifically cryptocurrency. So please keep that in mind. Um, resources, some places that you can check out that are excellent resources. Coin Market Cap is very broad. Uh, and it does quite a bit on the site Uh, it's an excellent resource for articles but it also will give you all the fundamentals of the different currencies it'll rank them by market cap or any other um, variable that you want to use on their scale but basically market cap is the amount of money that is going into that specific cryptocurrency right now Bitcoin is over a trillion dollars or very close to a trillion dollars. Um, and uh, Ethereum is about a fifth of that at this point. So that those are definitely the two biggest cryptocurrencies in terms of market cap. The second um, source that I would say a lot of people use uh, for the smaller coins, the smaller cryptocurrencies, the smaller market cap ones that you can't typically maybe find on uh, the top hundred coins at CoinMarketCap would be CoinGecko. So that's another great resource. Um, in addition to that, if you want additional articles on specific topics on current trends on current topics for cryptocurrency, I would suggest Market Beat, CryptoBeat, the actual search engine, because that you basically go to that and you get a uh, basically overview of articles from all the different crypto magazines and even some finance magazines and some of your more popular forbes and some of those other kinds of magazines that are specifically about cryptocurrency so that's a very good resource kind of an all-in-one place to go and check out different articles okay so that's another excellent resource uh, that i definitely encourage you to to look at um, some of the pro- What are some questions you should answer about each specific cryptocurrency? Number one, what problems does it solve? Well, Bitcoin's a store of wealth. It's also being used as a, cur- a currency in some parts of the world. Um, Ethereum is basically the main platform that we use for decentralized finance, for smart contracts, for NFTs, it stores NFTs. That is the main blockchain or ecosystem that we use right now in the cryptocurrency space. A lot of the other cryptocurrencies are the decentralized applications or apps, also called DeFi by some people, that work on the Ethereum blockchain or network. So keep that in mind. For instance, I'll give you one. It's very popular, Chainlink. It's an oracle that basically takes things on and off the blockchain from the real world. And it's one of the higher market cap oracles. Well, that works on the Ethereum network. It also works on the, another network, but just for simplification, that's 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 another uh, DeFi that works on the Ethereum network. So, and that's problems that it solves. Uh, is there a need? Well, there's a need for both all three of those cryptocurrencies. Um, one as a store of value, one as the main platform for decentralized finance, and Chainlink is actually the highest market cap Oracle and the one that is most used on the Ethereum blockchain. So those are three examples. Uh, I, have, I happen to own all three of those because they are the leaders. They uh, they are, have been mass adopted. I believe they are in use and uh, they are they have the highest market caps for what they specifically do. Um, so. i'm a proponent for those three so is there a need for those absolutely all three of them how does it compare to the other of its competitors so um bitcoin uh you could compare it to litecoin and some of the other things that claim to be currencies and stores of value bitcoin is much more secure it's been around for a lot longer the market cap is much higher more people are invested in it you have mass adoption occurring in the space. It's more scarce, so Bitcoin has a lot of positive features uh, as opposed to Litecoin and some of the other cryptocurrencies. Ethereum, the main, gets the main use. So uh, there's definitely, in in terms of its competitors, uh, Cardano and Polkadot are t- probably the two closest competitors that, um, in terms of market cap, there's some others, but those are the, probably the two in terms of adoption or market cap, how, how much money's involved in the space. And they're nowhere near as close to Ethereum. At this point, they're like, 10 times to 20 times smaller. Um, so, about, probably about 10 times right now, actually, I'm doing this from memory, but they're much smaller in terms of the amount of money that's going into the space. And they're not used anywhere near as much at this point. Doesn't mean they're not valuable. I'm um, actually invested a bit in cardano too because of its technology and that's one of the next things i'm going to get to okay Uh, how does it compare with its competitors we talked about that you could check on coin market cap to check out the scarcity issue how many coins there are total you can check out the trading volume how much people are actually trading it within a seven day period or currently um, the price and you can also go to some of these articles and other resources and actually learn about the technology in the space. For instance, Cardano is a third generation blockchain that claims to do or have higher speeds um, and less gas fees. And in addition to that, it also uh, at some point claims to have much better technology and it's more interoperable and will be much easier to communicate with other networks than Ethereum. Well, it hasn't proven that yet, but there is a very good use case for that, so people are investing in the fact uh, and it is being uh, adopted in Africa at this point, and so people are excited about that cryptocurrency and it is going up in value so that gives you a, a little bit of an idea again, I've talked about functionality, scarcity, okay all these variables, okay so The the cryptocurrencies that tend to go up in value are ones that fulfill some of these variables. Okay. Is it currently being used? And on what scale is it being used? We've already talked about Ethereum and Bitcoin. Um, There's other cryptocurrencies that are in use right now. Others have good plans and good use use cases for the future. Maybe they're just starting to get adopted. Um, So, And they're probably going to be much less and value at this point. So you have to check them out, see if uh, you agree with the the case for its use. It's something that you're excited about, maybe the space and then who's backing it. And again, are other people buying it? Because that has a lot to do with uh, how successful it might be in the future if it becomes adopted. Um, If you decide that you want to buy one of these cryptocurrencies, I would when you're first getting into the space, I would definitely advise you to dollar cost average. Now there's going to be people that completely disagree with me and that's fine. Um, So everybody has advice, but dollar cost averaging, I believe, along with others, that you um, slowly get into the space, you you spread out the amount of money that you wanna allocate over time, and that will limit the volatility, okay? Because prices do go, up and down quite a bit in this space so the idea is to limit your volatility by putting money in over time so what time frame maybe two weeks maybe a month it just depends on what you're comfortable with in addition to that i would also advise buying larger amounts on pullbacks so 20 percent drop in price that might be a nice time to make a buy uh, when the price of the coin moves back to its 50 day moving average, that might be a decent time to put to make a, a buy. Um, and if it drops lower than that, and it's a cryptocurrency you believe in, maybe you want to buy a little, a little bit more. So that might give you some idea as to when to buy. Always think long term. Again, there's going to be other people that are going to try to convince you to day trade. Uh, there's tax implications with that. There's all kinds of implications of that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do, but the advice you're going to get from me is long-term, much less volatile. And I believe, along with others, that this space is going to increase in value over the next, over the long-term, five years, where a lot of people believe also, it's one school of thought, that the value of the U.S. dollar is going to, debase or uh, lose its purchasing power over the next five years. So on the whole, over the long term, cryptocurrency is a much better investment. Again, one school of thought, something I happen to believe, but I'm not alone. Other people believe that also. Okay, so in addition, diversification, okay? You don't wanna just put all your money in one basket all your eggs in one basket you want to diversify maybe you might want to get interested in some stocks if you're interested in financing maybe some tech technical stocks um, also maybe different kinds of cryptocurrency maybe you know have an allocation uh, right now i think most people would agree that bitcoin and ethereum are probably the two of the safest cryptocurrencies to invest in even though they might have run more than some of the smaller cryptocurrencies. But on the on, on the overall, uh, they are being mass adopted. And most people do believe that they will go up in value over time. So they're probably two of the safer cryptocurrencies are most likely here to stay because they're two of the biggest, uh, and they're functional, they're in use. So maybe you'd want a higher percentage of those two in your portfolio, and I'd say Most people, especially that are looking long term, are probably um, in that route. Uh, Right now, Ethereum is kind of hot. People are interested in Ethereum for good reason. Uh, It does have a lot of functionality and a lot of use, and it's going up in value. Okay, so think in those terms. It doesn't mean you don't want to check out other things that might have more yield, but are a little bit more risky. Okay, So, something to consider. not your keys, not your crypto, okay? You want to be in control of your crypto. You want to have it on your wallet, stored and safe and secure. Um, some people do leave it on exchanges. Uh, some people have the exchanges stored for them. You can get a uh, mobile wallet. It is very easy to get uh, right away. Uh, something like Exodus or Atomic Wallet, you can install it on your mobile device. You can get an app. You can put it on your desktop, and you can store your cryptocurrency there. You will have to you will have to purchase it off of some type of exchange. Um, that's not the only way you can do it. There's other ways now. Also, you can you can buy it on PayPal. You can buy it on Square. There's there's different places you can buy it. But if you want to or store your own cryptocurrency, hold the keys, then you're gonna probably have to buy it off some type of exchange and then transfer it to your wallet. Now your mobile wallet is not the most safe, secure way to go. There is also cold storage wallets and they're basically hard drives that you store your cryptocurrency on. Uh, One is called Ledger, it's very popular. There's a Ledger, Ledger Nano X and Ledger Nano S. Uh, Ledger Nano X helps you to do a little bit more. It's a little bit more expensive. Um, you can store more. Uh, it's more versatile, uh, but it is also more expensive. And people are very fond of the Trezor wallet also. It seems to have the most use um, and be the most, those are probably the most two popular companies and wallets to go with as far as cold storage. There's others um, that you can look into too. But again, those are the most secure way to store your cryptocurrency. You have to purchase them. Uh, Don't always get a new one. You don't want anyone to have done anything to it. And uh, that could be an issue. So make sure you always purchase those brand new. Okay, so those are two ways to store your wallets. Again, I'm just giving you an overview. There's a lot more information. This is for beginners. Um, As far as technical analysis goes, Um, Bitcoin and Ethereum, I would encourage you to check out uh, Chris from CC Crypto. He has like a million followers. He's very popular, very entertaining. Uh, And he'll give you, he's more of a day trader though, so he gets a little bit uh, fast. But he he does give you a good idea of a little bit on technical analysis and exactly what it's all about. Uh, Also, I like... On Bitcoin and Cardano, I like Dan from Crypto Capital Venture. He is not a trader, he's a hodler, he, he buys, he does not sell. I mean, I'm sure he'll sell at some point, but he hasn't sold any and he buys a lot of Cardano and crypto, or excuse me, Cardano and Bitcoin over time. And he talks to you about the short-term and long-term trends and maybe good entry points for purchasing both Bitcoin and Cardano. So that's another resource. I'd also encourage you to check out um, Eric Seto, S-E-T-O. He has a actual investment company, but he has videos online where he does a great job of explaining technical analysis, trend lines, moving averages, um, and he just does a very good job of explaining the basics and what you should look for. He also has some really good practical advice about how to do some financial analysis with stocks, which I also recommend. So, uh, but those are good resources for technical analysis. There's also some great stuff online that you can check out. In addition, I would really encourage you, and this is really where I started, to get involved and understand all about macroeconomics. And uh, there's some great videos Uh, podcasts you can check out in this area so the macroeconomics the global trends with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency Raul Paul real vision okay there's videos and you can actually join the site um, and and have access to more videos and he basically explains all the global trends talked about him quite a bit in my videos he's an outstanding resource he's been involved in the space for eight years and He's a um, ex-hedge funder that's turned macroeconomist. He he writes a newsletter, and he's very knowledgeable in the area. Anthony Pompolino, he uh, does the Pomp podcasts. Uh, he's great, young, retail investor. He's on it. He's very knowledgeable, easy to relate to, and a great person to check out also. He has videos on YouTube also. Kathy Wood, she is the... CEO of ARK Invest, she actually does, is in control of exchange traded funds and all the financing for uh, ARK Investing. They publish ARK investment research analysis on Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Great information to check out, the actual research behind it and the trends of what she sees coming in the next five years and beyond for the cryptocurrency space. And she also talks to you about allocation which is outstanding so I encourage you to do that also Michael Saylor videos on YouTube a lot of these concepts that I'm talking about especially debasement uh, but some of the other ones too he's does a great job of explaining them and he will get you very excited about the space in terms of what it is what it does and he gives very good explanations of of market cap and and debasement and all those different concepts that I've, I've touched on. So four great resources there. Uh, I talked to you about the Internet of Money by Andreas Antonopoulos, uh, Coin Market Cap, uh, Coin Gecko, um, MarketBeat Crypto. Um, so these are all great great resources. Um, I have done 20 videos on the space. Uh, again. Something that my beginning ones talked about decentralization It got into some of these concepts. You're welcome to check those out. Um, and, and it's basically from these people. The majority of my information comes right from these people and other articles that I've read. Uh, there is one on altcoins and it takes you right through coin market cap and explains how to identify all the different altcoins and, and it, basically how to use coin market cap. Um, so. There's a lot of information out there. Obviously, you're not going to be able to go through all of this in a in a couple days, but at least I've, hopefully I've given you some resources that you could check out so you know where to get started. The last thing I'm going to talk to you about is I really would encourage you to join the Best of Us Investors Network. It gives you instant access to extremely knowledgeable people in the space. I use them all the time. I've talked to people with strong technical backgrounds, uh, technical analysis, and people that are in the field, working in the technology field, they understand yield farming and staking, and uh, people are very knowledgeable on wallets, and investing, and they'll talk to you about specific cryptocurrencies, smaller cap ones. and will help you to answer questions specifically on your interest. NFTs, there's people that are extremely knowledgeable on NFTs on the site. So there's also a whole world of investing on the site. Um, I, I'm basically on the cryptocurrency space, uh, and you can contact me there, or I can get you in touch with somebody that might be very knowledgeable in your topic. So I'd encourage you to do that. So um, again, uh, Hopefully this helped you out and we will see you soon.